Hi guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. And if you are listening to this on the Money Media Podcast, I'd recommend watching the video version because everything I'm going to say will make a lot more sense with the visual aspect of it, just due to the fact that you can see what I'm doing as I go through the app to explain how it works. So a lot of people are interested in the Comsec Pocket app basically because it's much easier than investing any other way in Australia sort of at the moment. And it's really good for beginners. It's very good for microtransactions. So especially with the exchange rate being what it is, you know, if you want to buy a share in let's say oh i don't know let's say google right that's like i don't know what it is at the moment but last time i checked it was like 1200 1300 or 1400 bucks okay that is a lot of money when we're only buying 60 cents to the dollar so this is a good way to get some shares in tech companies that have massive massive share prices and often if you're interested in getting into google you might be interested in apple or amazon or something like that so it just makes perfect sense to get involved in an etf and that's basically what I use it for is I mainly use it for the tech savvy ETF. Basically, it's just taking a group of different shares, making a ETF out of it, an exchange traded fund. And then you are basically buying into that fund and you are thus getting ownership of a basket of those shares. So if you have never set up an account with Comsec Pocket yet, when you get into it, you actually will have to set up an account. And you won't be able to do anything before that. So you need a Commonwealth Bank account to fund your Comsec Pocket trading, which, you know, it does make sense. Now, on me personally, I have what is called a Commonwealth Direct Investment Account, a CDIA. Now, I also have an everyday account. However, I use the CDIA account for the Comsec shares and for the Comsec pocket application. So that's what I'd recommend doing. But, you know, you don't have to listen to me for God's sake. I'm just some dude on the internet. But that's just what I personally do. So once you've linked to your account, you'll get into this sort of main screen here. And it'll show you the current value of your shares. But what's also good, it shows you how much you've contributed. So let's say, for example, you've got $5,000 current value. It'll tell you if you've actually contributed 5200 or whether you've contributed 1000 You know what I mean? So that way you actually know how you're doing on your return on investment. It'll show the amount of money you've either gained or lost in your entire portfolio. Then further down, it'll have the different ETFs listed. And that'll show you a breakdown of the value of each one and how much that has either increased or decreased in total in that ETF specifically. So it gives you a really good detailed breakdown of how your investments have performed. So all the way down the bottom, you'll have explore more investments. So you'll go into there and this will list for you what you can invest in. So the first one they list for you is the Aussie top 200. And this basically is just an ETF that gives you ownership in the top 200 companies in Australia. Then you'll get the Aussie dividends, which is a account built up of companies in Australia that pay a high yield. And the yield is basically just the percentage of the share price that you get back in a dividend annually. So this one has a very high uh, yield. At the moment, I think it's somewhere like 8.6% or something like that. So it really is quite good. You also have the Global 100, and this will give you a ownership of the top 100 companies in the entire world. So this is a very appealing thing for a lot of people. Then we go across and we've got the emerging markets. So this one obviously is a bit more high risk because they're in emerging markets. But also with the high risk, obviously comes the chance that you'll get higher growth. Then with the health-wise, they've got a 100% healthcare industry ETF, which does perform, as you can imagine, quite well. Then you've got the sustainability leaders. So this is, you know, if you want to invest in companies that are quite sustainable and have a good sustainable objective at their organization. Now with this though, you know, I mean, are you really investing in companies that are actually ethically very sound? Well, I mean, the top company I think in this ETF is Apple, for example. And I mean, as you know, they, while they're quite sustainable actually in the direct company itself, they do outsource to Foxconn to manufacture most of their products, which owns sweatshops all through China. So, you know, sustainable. Then the final ETF that they list for you is Tech Savvy. And this is the one I actually have the biggest position in just because 
that's what I understand the most. And you should all invest in stuff that you understand and stuff that you actually research. So I don't really know that much about different um, healthcare companies. So I don't invest in them, whether they're a good investment or not, that's irrelevant. I don't understand them, so I'm not gonna invest in it. That's why I do mainly in tech savvy. So using it as an example, what you then do is click explore. You've picked one, you go into it, and if you've invested in this, you get a tab called My Investment, and that gives you a breakdown of your investment and the percentage of it in your entire portfolio, how many units you own, all that type of stuff. However, if you haven't invested in it, and if you uh, want to go to see this after you've invested, you go to the Fund Overview tab. And in here, it'll give you a detailed breakdown of what you're investing in. Now, for example, the tech savvy, it says you're investing in an ETF called the BetaShares NASDAQ 100 ETF, which aims to track the performance of the NASDAQ 100 index of companies. Now in this one, it is broken up of 12% Microsoft shares, 11.2% Apple, 9.6% Amazon, 4% Facebook, 8% um, in Alphabet A and C shares combined, Intel Corp for 3%, PepsiCo for 2.1%, Netflix for 2.1%, and Cisco for 2.1%. So as you can see, it's got a lot of high quality companies in it and companies that have an individual share price that are extremely expensive. So this way, you could just buy into it for a certain value and then put that recurring investment in, let's say, every two weeks, I don't know, for whatever you want to do. And it will just invest in this over time, dollar cost averaging your investment. And then obviously you can put in lump sum payments at times you think it might be worthwhile, for example. So another great thing about this app is that it's quite cheap. So normally when you're investing in, let's say, with NabTrade or Comsec or whatever, you need to trade at a minimum parcel of $500 valuation in shares, and then they charge you a $15 brokerage fee usually. However, with this, there is a very small minimum investment. It changes depending on the ETF, so it'll tell you that when you go to invest in it. However, up to, a, I think it's maybe $1,000, they only charge you $2 commission for the investment. So it's a much more cost-effective way to invest in Australia. We don't have access to stuff like Robinhood in the US, which is, you know, commission-free. So guys, that's my quick overview of the Comsec Pocket app. If you need anything explained further, just ask me in the comments. I'll reply to all of your uh, questions. With that said, if you could like the video, like it. If you didn't like it, dislike it. Comment below, like I said. Make sure to subscribe. And if you want anything else explained in investing in Australia, just ask me below and I'll cover it. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye.